Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hello, everybody. On today's episode, the very funny Rob Hayes, who has been on here before. He's a writer for Sherman Showcase. He has a very funny stand-up album. He's just one of the funniest dudes. Rob Hayes has never seen Heat. And he rewrote it, and we read his script. So Rob Hayes Heat Day. I've never seen it today, and it's a wonderful time. We are joined by Caleb Sinan, who is, you know, one of my best friends, a big, big fun podcast do guy. That makes sense, what I just said. Uh, but it's, it's a wonderful episode. This is Rob Hayes has never seen Heat, but he rewrote it, and we read his script. Uh, thank you for listening. I do want to let you guys know, uh, we got a Patreon for the show. I know I plug it a lot. It, it, it's cheap. We got a lot going on. It's patreon.com slash never seen it. And you get early episodes. You get ad free episodes. Uh, they're unedited. I also am doing a series with filmmaker and friend of the show, Todd Sklar, where we talk about the creative process. Uh, we also do some fan scripts. We have bonus ones up there. And I have uh, an exclusive podcast just to the Patreon called Silly, Silly, Serious, where I ask guests two silly and then one serious question and then repeat. That is all on Patreon. I got a couple tiers, three or five bucks. It really helps me out. Patreon.com slash never seen it. You can go up there. Uh, We're on Discord. So if you want to hang out with some fans, fart.kyleairs.com will take you to the Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all that sort of stuff at never seen it show. That's the easiest way to keep up. I know I'm not good with that stuff, but I'm working on it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, in a weirdly personal thing here, I have been dealing with this thing called trigeminal neuralgia for a long time. It is a nerve disorder in my head that makes it very painful to talk and eat, and I'm just figuring it out. Uh, not just, but I... It's been I've been misdiagnosed a couple times. I've got some operations I didn't need to get, uh, and it's been a long, frustrating process. And in this episode, it's the first time that I feel uh, a little bit of relief from it in a while. It's not gone, but it is nice to be able to talk normally again. Thank, uh, I don't know why I'm telling. I guess I'm just saying. Uh, I don't know. It feels I'm feeling weirdly optimistic about a chronic pain issue I've had. If you're dealing with something similar, I hope you can find some light through all of that or some way to cope with it. I hope everyone is doing well. It is also Inauguration Day, and we're recording this after that. So just weird, optimistic vibes all around. Rob Hayes has never seen Heat. It's so funny. Such a funny script. I mean, he takes his Dark Knight relations with it. To the max. Uh, please find us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash never seen it. I'm sorry I rambled on so long about a personal situation. It's just on my mind. Thank you for listening. This is not happening. That's my idea for a show. Uh, it's called This Is Not Happening. And a few years in, we get a new host. 
Wait a minute, is that still happening? That oh, no. that's I don't know. If it's not, they they really missed an opportune way to tell everyone their show was canceled. Yeah. Which man. is just this is not happening, this is not happening edition. And then they released the <laughs> variety article saying we are not happening. Okay. Um <laughs> This show is barely happening. That's what this, this should is be barely, called. but it's happening. But it is happening. Uh this is never seen it. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. Never seen it kind of sounds like this is not happening, where it's just a sentence. That's the name of a thing. Do you know what I mean? It's not called mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what anyways, what am I fucking doing? What is this? It's a great name for a podcast though. Yeah, that's why you, there's so many other ones with the same name now. <laughs> you don't see any podcasts. Uh <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is never seen. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before. Today, having never seen Heat, is Rob Hayes. Rob, thank you for be- being here. Uh, full disclosure, I have seen the Heat. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> the Heat with Sandra Bullock. Is that right? Yeah. And then the year that Melissa McCarthy was in every single movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know how much overlap there is, but we'll see. Also joining us once again, I'm not sure if he's seen Heat. Is Caleb Sinan? Thank you for being here, Caleb. I have seen Heat. I have not seen the Heat. Okay. Ooh. But are we both fans of the Miami Heat? Um, when LeBron's there, sure. Okay, so 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 in the past, once again, 2013. Uh, yeah. Rob, very focused on Heat in 2013. Uh, also, the last time my comedy career had any. And I mean, no one's got heat now, right? Is that possible to have career heat? It depends on if you're whether or not you're good at uh, doing an impression of a man who lost his job four hours ago. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and by impression you mean <laughs> you mean let him talk? <laughs> you're just saying what he said back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pretty funny, pretty funny. Yeah, there's this. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on here. Do you guys know who Von Meter is? He he used to be a comedian yes, that was yes. like an impression comedian. And this is one of my favorite stories. So uh, Von Meter is like an impression comedian from literally 1960 to 1963. He did a JFK impression. And when JFK got killed, the, the day or the, maybe the day after, I think the day that JFK got shot, Lenny Bruce was doing a, a a show in New York, maybe even like at like uh like uh what's that place called, the the big theater in New York. I can never remember the Beacon, Carnegie Hall. The Carnegie Hall. That's right. And he came out on stage, opened his set by going, "Man, Von Meter is fucked." <laughs> like the day that Kennedy got assassinated. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but it's true. The guy's whole career was based on doing an impression, and then it it goes from charming to complete insult immediately if the guy you're doing an impression of is assassinated famously right right oh man he didn't like switch it up and be like no i do bobby kennedy (laughs) right but that's all impression only lasted five years (laughs) (laughs) i know he's like this what are the odds that this this impression too would be shot down Eventually, he's like, I do JFK Jr. I just stand quietly and salute. He came back in like 97 and was like, I do JFK Jr. (laughs) It's the guy whose whole career is doing impressions of Kennedy's truly has to pivot in such a bizarre way so often. I've seen that there's like a press conference where they're asking JFK. They're like, what do you think about like they asked like it, it was on TV where he's like, well, I think the media impression is pretty good. And it's just like, why is he responding? Right. Do you think they were like, uh, President Trump, President Trump, what do you think of Anthony Antamanek? Right. It's like that would never, I don't know. It almost, but you know what the thing is? I bet Trump knows about it because he's that online. I bet to say Trump tweets about SNL's ratings. <laughs> like, well, he used to tweet yeah. back when he added Twitter about SNL's ratings. All the time. Yeah, I guess it is. So. He did. He was very aware of it. Uh, Wait, so I'm like, is he going to that website where he's looking up the ratings? Like he's Googling it on his phone? Caleb, this he might shock to... you, but I think he's just lying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to uh, make any assumptions about, about that. former about President Donald Trump, but I think he might have lied. Yeah. 
It's, also, didn't their ratings go up? I thought they went up. It's right? really weird. We got. I think we have to tell everyone we're recording this like an hour after the inauguration. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. We're all hammered. <laughs> I am on. Uh, so I have this thing called trigeminal neuralgia. This thing going on in my head, and it got so bad that I went to urgent care yesterday, and now I'm on Percocet and a steroid. So to Ooh. try and like curb the pain until I go to the neurologist next week. So if you see me sort of dip out briefly, it's because I've never taken stuff like this. And so it's it's doing 20 minutes into taking it for the first time. I understood why there's an opioid crisis. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, people well, that's like, a good review. You see this crisis going on. Everyone loves the thing that makes them feel the best. Yeah. Wait, so Percocet feels nice. Well, I've been living with like chronic pain in my head for a year yeah. and a half, and it went yeah. away for the first time. And so I was like, I could eat and stuff. Yeah, it feels great. I, I think we should all do this. This is like makes me want the Matrix to be because hey. it's like I would rather be plugged in. You could do this. Well, you know when he's eating that steak in the Matrix, and he's like, I know that's fake. I know none of this is real, but I love it. That guy makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that should be a sponsor. Percocet. The Matrix? Oh. Brought, Yo, brought to you I by don't Percocet remember, and the Matrix. I don't remember the steak in the Matrix at all. I got to rethink everything. <laughs> you do the guy the who's the bad guy secretly. I, so- uh, uh, I can't remember his name. And but he's on in the crew and he's the bad guy in the mate and then he ends up like selling out the crew to the agents. Um he's he's the he's a white guy, he's Teddy in Memento as well. Uh I don't yeah, know. He's great. We're getting nowhere Man. with this. I'm really I'm really mad at myself. That's okay. I thought I like I thought I loved the Matrix. It's Joe Pantoliano, the guy, guy from uh the Sopranos as well. I remember Mr. Smith reaching into Neo and him turning a liquid and stuff. I remember like a bunch of guns, jujitsu, my dude from Oz. I don't remember this guy at all. Joe Pantoli he's uh Ralph in the Sopranos as well. Never seen the Sopranos. Oh wow, and we're doing heat. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we could do TV shows. Yeah, it's, a, it's 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 maybe too late to change now since we're done and we're doing it, but next time. Yo, well like I'm saving a bunch of shows for when I'm old cuz my grandmother she just watches westerns all day, but she's seen them all. She's just watching them again. So Breaking Bad Sopranos, like any show that people say is really good, I'm just saving to when I'm like <laughs> retired. Uh, that is smart. Because what if when I'm retired, what am I going to be like? Finally, I can see finish season two of Westworld, and Rob. Meanwhile, Rob's going to be like, "Whoa, I'm this is a I'm 800 hours into this show. I've never seen that's that's a smart mm-hmm. idea." Caleb, I have to talk about this on your wall behind you. Is that a giant novelty check? Yes. It's <laughs> like, what is it for? Um, when I did uh, my uh, hour special that was one joke long, yeah, uh, for Comedy Central. Oh yeah, they gave me a giant <laughs> check. That's right. Uh, for chicken wings, it was a check, <laughs> a six foot long check for chicken wings, and and I, I nailed it to my wall. That's great, and it's, it's funny the, the check isn't even worth enough money to cover the deposit you're losing for no. nailing the check into the wall. <laughs> right, I should have thought about that. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk a little bit about Heat, Caleb. You have seen Heat. I have not. I have, but I haven't. Now you thought you didn't remember the Matrix, Rob. I, I mean, all I remember about Heat is that it they go to a diner at one point. That's all I remember. Is it's uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, and there's the check. It's long. But I don't remember shit. I don't remember what the heat's referring to. I, I, so. I all I know about it is that when it came out, they were like very excited for Pacino and De Niro to be in the same movie. Do you know what I mean? And that seemed to yeah, be like yeah. the entire. Uh, no, I don't. I don't remember anything about the promotion of it, but that seemed to be like what the movie. It was like finally these two guys are doing. So it reminded me of. Do you remember the movie American Gangster with Denzel Washington? Mm-hmm. Yes, and they, they yes. hyped up American Gangster because it was Russell Crowe and Denzel Washington who were like the two most famous actors at the time as far as like that age and, and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And they were like Russell Crowe and Denzel in a movie together. And then I watched American Gangster and it was pretty good, but they only had like half of one scene together. Really? I mean, I still haven't seen that one. 
because the whole movie was Russell Crowe chasing Denzel Washington, but he they're not going to hang out. Do you know what I mean? Because he's a cop, and Denzel Washington is a gangster in America. And right. uh, that's and they, not how they marketed American Gangster to me at all. Maybe really? I was watching 106 and Park at the time, but they were like Ti and Denzel are in the movie, right? And and, co- and Common plays Denzel's son. Yeah. I guess I can. Well, 106 and Park is like I know everyone's here. Russell Crowe is finally in this movie with Denzel Washington, the person you associate with 106 and Park. Russell Crowe is it, but that was you know Gladiator. I guess hadn't just come out. It came out like nine years before that i don't even remember what year american gangs came out like 2008 08 mm-hmm. something yeah, there yeah. i got it i got to see it for free because they hand out tickets on my college campus to like the premiere of oh. american gangster and it was as much fun as i've ever had seeing a movie in my life really oh they did so that fun. with borat in 300 when i was in college and those are like you want to see white people juiced like <laughs> yeah. yo they came out of Borat with a new energy it was it was a little scary it was a little scary you know it was a different time but still some people really when i remember that was probably the hardest i ever laughed in a movie theater was seeing that but even then i was like some people are laughing too hard at the jewish jokes i was like y'all are yeah. laughing at the you're laughing too hard at the wrong parts like when some it's sort of like when people would like worship the joker i'm like you're not getting it quite right 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 i don't think he's supposed to be the good guy right i remember seeing borat and i was so young and stupid i didn't that was when i really figured i was like oh people really don't like jews i didn't even know that like i was like i was just laughing like these are fun and then i'm like googling it later and i'm like oh shit like (laughs) i was just stupid i didn't know i didn't know that was a whole thing yeah, I didn't quite. I didn't see this. I watched a little bit of the second one and laughed a lot, but just never finished it up. It just feels different seeing movies now. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's different. The second one felt good. I had a real low expectations, and then when I saw it, it made me like really happy. It was like, oh, this is this an actual movie. He's so yeah, specifically funny. funny, and so when I watched, uh, was it called This Is America? His television show. Mm-hmm. It was. I don't want to say like too good, but sometimes he makes it a little difficult to watch because it's so uncomfortable. And but it was so great. The Dick Cheney thing was wild. The the yeah. sell, the trying to build a mosque in Arizona was absolutely nuts. And uh, but also so dishearteningly accurate because it was real. Yeah. Like if someone had made it like an SNL sketch where a guy tries to open open a mosque in Arizona, you'd be like, come on, like please don't be so heavy handed. But then this is just a real dude doing it with real people. Man, when he had the CEO of uh, Genius.com say the N-word, for me, it was like, dude, it's on your website enough. But the fact that he said it, (laughs) it just felt felt crazy. Yeah, I feel like he made a lot of people say the N-word. Who's the guy who was like in 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 Georgia's state house or something? Oh, man, he got busy in Georgia. Yeah. You remember the episode of The Music Room? It's like, dang, I used to do comedy there. They have an old rap battle on here. Yeah, both of oh, you guys are uh, uh, Atlanta comedy folks right here. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's music nice room. Man. It's, it's, try and uh, tweet at Doye and get booked on Music Room. <laughs> Everybody tweet at Doye. Is there comedy happening there right now? Is it does Georgia have stuff going on? I, I you never Georgia know. It's state to state, it's so open. weird. Right? It's like I know NBA players fled the bubble to Georgia, uh, but it's yeah, it feels like it might be more like a fairly liberal open state. Liberal open state. Because <laughs> it's like you go to Arizona or you go to like yeah. Utah or like most of Texas, and it's there is or Florida, you know what I mean, and there is not a pandemic happening. Um, but I wonder right. if Georgia's like, if people are doing comedy and stuff like that, I see people, you know, what's going on. There. People are doing comedy. Everybody's not doing comedy, but people are doing comedy in Atlanta. Yeah. You gotta just hope it's safe. Yeah. You gotta hope. You gotta <laughs> hope. This podcast is safe. This podcast this is, is safe. safe. So. It's weird being all this yeah. distance and everything. I hope that it doesn't have to be forever, but I, what do you think? What would, what do you think will be better doing this over zoom like this or doing this through glass? Like we're all three in jail. I don't know. I kind of like jail. I like that. That'd be fun. <laughs> if I was going to do like a plexiglass thing, I would want us to, instead of microphones to be using handheld phones. 
Hell so then yeah, we can be dude. like on the phone and push our hands up against the glass and hang up on each other when <laughs> Bro, we make we should, points We should and record stuff. that. Should be the, a video version where we're actually, <laughs> actually in actual prison. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. <laughs> well, I'll keep not paying my taxes so I can be the person on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So heat. So Rob's never seen heat. We thought a little bit about it. Let's let's do this script, Rob. You can cast it up however you'd like to cast it up. Okay, I don't have that many characters. Does anybody do a good Robert De Niro impression? Oh, I bet no. Caleb does. I bet I don't. <laughs> I right, can try. Well, hey, Caleb, you hey, could I'm be... Robert De Niro. All right, I'm that's, Robert that's... De Niro. <laughs> okay, that's good. He does that's say good. his name I'm all Robert the time. Robert De Niro. That's why it was hard to watch The Irishman. He kept saying his own name. Not yeah, Al Pacino. Like four and a half hours. <laughs> of digitally in a de-aged <laughs> name saying like a Pokemon. Okay, uh... Who wants to be Mark Dent? That uh, that can be. Uh, I'll be Al, and then um, uh, Kyle. You can be Mark Dent. Uh, okay. Okay. Caleb, you can be Mass Man One. Kyle, you could be Mass Man Two. Finally. Who does a good lady voice? Oh. No, no. Hey, man. I'm a, I'm a lady. Hey, I'm a woman. Not, not, not a Al woman. Pacino. All right, Kyle, you could be. Uh, wow, Gail. that's the first time I ever won an audition. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you could be. I should probably say probably because I call it winning an audition. And you could be sex woman. And I got a lot of. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of stage direction, so I'll do. Okay, that. I'm sex woman, or Caleb is. All right, well then, yeah, let's split it up. Caleb, you could be sex woman, and Kyle, you could be Gail. Okay, all right, okay. Am I still Robert De Niro? And you're in your Robert De Niro. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do it. All right, Heat, written by Rob Hayes, based on Heat 1995, not The Heat 2013. Hell yeah. Exterior, skyscraper, day. Sound effects, window shatter. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you before I get started. Okay. Um, <laughs> the only thing I know about Heat is they say that it's exactly like The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people like to bring that up all the time. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's what, they, that's what they tell me. Okay. Exterior, skyscraper, day. Sound effects, window shatter. A man in a taxi driver mask shoots through a window with a harpoon gun. Exterior, street corner. <laughs> We slowly pull in on a man holding a taxi driver mask in one hand and a big duffel in the other. An old boxy Chevy picks the man up. Intercut between skyscraper and street. The same time, at the same time, the men in, in the building connect the zip line and slide to a lower building they tuck and roll. The car serves, swerves as all four people in the car have on masks. It is hard to drive in a mask. <laughs> I like how the script already has the lessons in it. Like, <laughs> anyway, oh yes, <clears throat> hard to drive. Hey, hey, why do they call him the original hey, king of? Hold comedy? on, Caleb. Before you get into, it, I don't want you to blow your Robert De Niro impression on mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, number one, I'll be somebody else. I'll be. <laughs> All right. Well, why? Why do they call him the original king of comedy? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> On the roof, the two guys pulled apart the telephone fuse box. He places an explosive in the box and explodes, blowing them both back. The guys get out the car and rush in the bank. The car must be parked illegally. It's okay, though. They are criminals. <laughs> Interior, bank day. The masked men bust off shots, and it startles everyone in the bank. They push over a security guard easily. These guys are bad to the bone. <laughs> Sound effects music bad to the bone by George Thorogood. <laughs> the guy with the double bag opens it on a deposit slip counter as the others point guns at tellers. The duffel is full of explosives. He takes the pins out of grenades and puts them in the hands of tied up hostages. Exterior rooftop day. One of the masked men on the roof shoots the other one. He grabs his bag and <laughs> runs downstairs. Interior bank. The masked man drills. Uh, wait, a masked man drills a hole in the vault. 
A bank teller gets upset and starts shooting with his shotgun. He kills one of the masked men. Then he gets shot. Then one of the masked men left shoots the other one. Once the vault is open, one of the guys shoots the other and grabs as much money as he can and slides it into the duffel. The duffel bags are lined up and the other guys from the vault comes out to the bag. The two guys left point guns at each other and an MTA bus backs into the bank, knocking them both out. The real Robert De Niro gets off the bus. He flicks a cigarette and hops off the bus. Robert makes his signature face. Then he shrugs his shoulders. Two henchmen put the bags on the bus, and he shoots them both and pulls off. Begin titles. Heat. Interior. I just want to say, this, this, is the, this is the most stage directions I think I've ever... <laughs> And then the other guy thinks for a second. And then... <laughs> All right. Snooty rich people. Oh, interior. Fancy party night. Snooty rich people all wearing fancy tuxedos and fancy ball gowns are at a party in a skyscraper. A couple, Gail, she looks more like old girl from Secretary than old girl from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> and Mark Bent, he looks like my dude from Thank You for Smoking. Enter. Wow, the biggest attorney in New York, scared of a little party? Wait, am I Mark? Oh, wait, no, I'm Mark as well. Okay, oh, here we go I'm again. sorry. No, 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 no. Wow, the biggest attorney in New York, scared of a little party? Well, I, I live things a little more low-key. A police helicopter lands. It's Al Pacino with three dates. <laughs> Mark, Ben, and Gail, everyone. <laughs> I've known Gail since I was a little boy. When she told me she was dating Mark Bent, I was like, that clown, do you believe in Mark Bent? But now I believe in Mark Bent. <laughs> the room applauds. <laughs> Exterior, balcony, night. Galen grabs Al to go off to the balcony. You know, Mark doesn't know when you're making fun of him. I'm not. I believe in Mark Bent. <laughs> Al wipes off his forehead. Why are you sweating? The heat! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Park walks off the balcony, out on the balcony. Uh, can I borrow Gail for a moment? Al nods, but still looks at Gail as she looks back. An elevator opens. It's Robert De Niro and his hey. goons. They walk into the party. De Niro shoots his shot in the air. People scream in panic. Ah! Wait, hey. Where's Mark Bent? Al comes from behind. How did you make Mark. Bent into a zero syllable word? That's <laughs> <laughs> how good my impressions are. Al grabs Mark from behind and puts him in the closet. Al walks in the hallway, beating goons up with their own rifles and taking their guns apart. He passes a couple that's having sex. Al opens the secret do door. Oh, oh, woman. I'm a woman. Oh, oh, great. Al has a panic room. Ooh. Al goes in the secret door and closes it behind them. Robert De Niro grabs Gail. You know how I got this mole? You know? Do you know how I got this mole? <laughs> he points a knife at her face. Al returns wearing his full cop uniform. Robert and Al get very close to each other. So you are the king of comedy. <laughs> hey, so you're the super cop that can turn from Italian to Cuban to blind just like that. <laughs> to blind? Robert snaps his finger. I'm not cape afraid of you. <laughs> uh, it was bad, but I'm real bad. Sound effects music, the crazy synth from Scarface. Come on, you want a piece of me? I ain't bullet, you cockroach! Well, eat this. <laughs> they face off, punching each other. De Niro has a knife that pops out of his shoe. He kicks Al in the chest. Al is wounded. Robert shoots a shot out of the window. He grabs Gail again. He grabs Gail again? This time... <laughs> 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 I've never seen a question in stage directions. <laughs> right. yes. This time he's holding... Her out the window. Let her go. Poor choice of words. <laughs> Robert drops Gail and she slides off the side of the building. Exterior, <laughs> sky night. 
Al runs and dives off the building and slides to grab her. He leaves the lunatic in a party with a ton of people, making it obvious he only cares about Gail. He grabs <laughs> Gail and fumbles with his belt. He's got nothing. They both conveniently fall on a car. Oh, don't do that again. Uh, oh. oh, Al gives Gail a, a loving look. I'm sorry, I was just loving. <laughs> Is Mark safe? I just saved your life and you're worried about Mark? Do you see I just jumped out of a window for you? These guys might walk out the front door and find us laid up on a car. I, I think he's safe. I just asked a, que- asked a question. Damn. A dumbass question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Would I have survived this fall without you? No, because even though I landed on you, I guided you in the direction of the car. That's crazy. <laughs> Interior, bad guy meetup spot. Hot off playing Mike Tyson on HBO, Michael Jai White holds a meeting <laughs> with other gang leaders. Hey, we have three groups that there is enough territory to split this up. Robert De Niro walks in from the shadows. Hey, you want to see a magic trick? Robert stabs the table with an ink pen. I'll make this pen disappear. It's going to disappear. Robert- Robert slams Michael's head into the pen and he falls out. Ink spills all over the place. <laughs> I, I should have used a pencil. You want to know I got this mole on my face? <laughs> That's heat, you know? It's just like the Dark Knight. I got to say, I, I your writing style is... Uh, I mean... We should, when we promote this online, we should post a screenshot of this. <laughs> of the script itself? Of there's the, this one right here where it's, uh, once the vault's open and the one, it, it, it says, and then it goes, Robert De Niro gets off the, then Robert De Niro flicks a cigarette. Then Robert De Niro makes his face. Then he shrugs his shoulders. It's like, <laughs> it's the best. Like that killed me. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I I, imagine that. if you had it, it had Robert De Niro in your movie and you wrote in how he was supposed to act in yeah. the script. Make that face. Uh, I'm going to make that face. <laughs> you guys know the face. We all know the face. When did he start making that face? Because I don't think he made it in Taxi Driver. Like When did, when did that face I haven't come seen out? Taxi Driver before. That's a good one. I just watched it and um, you got to watch it with a 70s mind. You yeah. can't watch it like if you watch it with your like twenty twenty one movie mind, you'll be like, "Oh, this dude, it's not that bad. He only only killed a couple people." Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. like you gotta watch it with the mindset of like, "Oh yeah, he's a human being killing other human beings." Not like, man, I, I see that means yeah. people die before. Yeah, the what titles. is this? A, a high school? Come on, man. You can't be putting up high school numbers. Right. I didn't even think about that. That is uh, super sad. I love Taxi Driver. And he also, like, there's that scene where he takes takes his date to... Spoiler alert. What? Oh. Oh, okay. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, I, it, I want to see it before it gets out of theaters. So don't tell me anything that happens. Well, in one of the ways that the they develop his character is when they let you know that he's crazy, like where you're like, oh no, this guy's, this guy's a weirdo, is that he watches porn. <laughs> but he's got to go to the theater. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I yeah. guess that's the creepier. But like, who was it that has this stand-up bit I saw floating around? Maybe on one of those Comedy Central. Th- I don't remember exactly, but they have a bit about how we all owe Pee Wee Herman a huge apology. Right. Oh, God, and yeah. they were like, sorry, he was keeping to himself in the back of a theater where everything was happening that was supposed to. Right. What's he supposed to do? Like, he, comedians were, he's like, well, he was alone. And then we all we were like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, having discretion. I mean, I think I think part of it is he was rich. Yeah. So he could afford a VCR. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? VCRs used to be expensive. They works. It's weird. Tapes that, used to be like ninety dollars. You ever think about how all that stuff is the same price? Like, everything's been getting more expensive, except TVs have always been three hundred and fifty dollars. They're way better now. Video games have always been sixty bucks. It's still sixty bucks. It was sixty bucks for an N sixty four game. Do you know what I mean? The 
it feels like the price of those relative to the quality is going down uh, for everything except rent. Yeah. What the hell? Why is rent so much? We're all so the country's so rich. Video TVs are so cheap for a TV compared to what you're getting. But every but 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 everything except you know uh, necessities. Yeah, necessities. Food has food the same. I feel like is the price no of food going up? You you sometimes you see these things where they're like, we asked Bill Gates how much food costs, and they're like, how much is a banana? And he's like, a banana's got to be only seven dollars. And you're just like, oh, this is crazy. Well, that's also weird too, because it's like you're you should know that, like, just because you don't go and buy your own bananas. You should have an idea that it's... Yeah, you would like to think. But then I wonder... I, I think that maybe he he and I do nothing the same in an entire day, and I'm including waking up. Right. I don't think we do anything in the same way. Well, he's going to give us that poisonous vaccine soon, so I can't wait. <laughs> He'll know exactly what I'm doing every day. Give me day. that poison. <laughs> uh, I gotta. I want to watch Heat now. People always talk about how good it is. I remember it being good. I put it on a couple times. It's two hours and 45 minutes long or something like that. And I hate stopping watching movies. Like I kind of, I need to sort of watch it all at the same time. But, uh, so maybe one of these days. Who knows? I've been a Netflix, uh, you know. I watched The Godfather 2, which has the both of them, but not in the same scene. Mm-hmm. And I watched it on the Paramount channel with the commercials. So oh, yo. that was like <laughs> oh, yo. that was like five hours. Yeah, yeah. You, you're visibly aging by the end of the movie. That's by the, I imagine by the last commercial break of watching the Godfather on TV, the commercials are just like, I mean, are you still here? Well, the yeah. commercials like the movie gets darker and darker and darker. So like the commercials are so bright by the end, it's like, oh my god, this is hurting my eyes. Like I gotta turn on some lights. <laughs> it's a commercial for like I can't believe it's not butter or my pillow or something yeah. at the very end. Don't let Geico uh, yeah. have a commercial to wrap. <laughs> <laughs> They're also super loud. So it's like the, the the movie is this tiny, quiet, nuanced film, and it's dark, and everyone's whispering and talking, and then it immediately cuts to like the gecko walking across your screen on a motorcycle or something like that, <laughs> just as Coppola intended it to be. I just can't believe they're still going with the gecko. It's like this is based on a pun from twenty years ago. Like no one even remembers. Like name your company something that doesn't sound like that. Like, right. why do we still have to be, oh, yeah, the gecko. Well, they were going to go originally with Carmadillo, but it felt like uh, too easy of a, an animal pun for them to do. Uh, and then Car Dolphin. Car Dolphin. You, I would you know love the, uh, the Affleck duck is somewhere pissed. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, man, we, we started together, you know? I think that the Affleck duck is somewhere uh, wondering why he was only hired to say the name of the company funny. <laughs> I don't think he ever really had lines, did he? They were just like, hey, Gilbert, while we have you here, <laughs> we're paying you essentially the price of a cameo. Well, also, that's such a... We're supposed to be like, ooh, Mad Men, these ad executives are G... And it's like, someone came to a meeting with, how about we make a duck say it? That's not that good. Yeah, I, would, I would love a full Don Draper-esque meeting where it's just him, like, he's standing in front of the covered board and he's like, uh, he's like, Quack, quack. <laughs> say it with me. Quack, quack. And he's trying to get like the executives from Affleck to say it. And he's like, <laughs> then he just pulls the sign down and it's a duck with Gilbert Godfrey's pay- face next to it. And like test markets show that the parrot is the most popular part of Aladdin, that the upper right square is the most popular part of Hollywood squares. <laughs> what if we brought that energy to Affleck? <laughs> I love <laughs> Mad Men. I feel like yeah. I can't get enough people to watch it. I haven't seen it. I'm saving it for when I'm old, Rob. No, 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 no. Watch Mad Men. Mad Men is fire. All right. Don Draper should have been fired so many times. Yeah, they never really explicitly tell you uh, why he's indisposable. Does that make sense? He yeah. seems completely indisposable because, but also he seems to make a billion dollars an hour. He never has an issue with money, but he's like on leave all the time. He he seems to have infinite. Was that just how cheap stuff was then? No, cheap stuff was cheap, but they don't really. I don't know if they take uh, inflation into consideration, right? Either that or they 
they're paying these prostitutes on there way too much money. Because it's <laughs> like, yo, you just gave her $200 as a tip? Yo, this man Sterling is crazy. You know how much you I can do- give her that in 1962? <laughs> he really, Sterling as well, it felt like they had infinity money. He would, yeah. One day he's like, all right, I'll go buy an Upper East Side apartment. And which seems like, you know, I do think real estate was a more reasonable thing then than it is, especially totally. in New York. I mean, but it seems like it's infinity money and time that Don Draper seemed to have. And he, they were just so afraid of, it's like they were so afraid of firing him because they didn't want him to be on an, in another ad agency, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. I didn't know what they wanted. It's like the Chiefs picked up Le'Veon Bell and I don't know if they wanted him to play football. I just think they didn't want him to play football for any other team. And so they're like, well, it's we'll like, just I pay this guy to not. I don't believe in contracts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 but great show. Yeah, great show. Well, I'll check great it show. out. Watch it now, Caleb. We'll wait. All right, yeah. I'll be back and watch the whole show. <laughs> this is going to be a long, long pod. That, I think, might be. we. I did this thing called Fart House Cinema where I added a bunch of farts to the movie Drive and then had everyone watch and try and count how many farts I added. I think the the pilot of Mad Men would be a good Fart House Cinema. Well, that's how I want to experience it for the first time. There's a lot of good ones. Uh, all right, well, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to experience right now. We're going to play a game called play Before and Before Afters. How this game works is I have combined two movies into one. Uh, I will read you the new movie smushed together plot. You read me. You you guys tell me the smushed together movie title. We, we you both played right. Yes. You know how it works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Number one, Ash, Brock, and Misty face off against Skeletor. Pokey monsters of the universe. Hold on. Pokemon. 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 Oh. Wow. Uh, we don't have to do the, the... I would have never gotten that. I've never seen He-Man. Uh, you don't know Pokemon. where Skeletor is from? No. No. I've heard it in references, but I I, I, I don't know. I assumed it's a skeleton. <laughs> is He-Man is. a movie? Yeah, there's like He-Man movies. You know what I mean? Like I there's a Pokemon it's movie. Masters of the Universe. That's it probably I'm... is called Masters <laughs> of the Universe. Uh, but that pun doesn't work as good. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Here we go. Number two, a mouse attempts to relocate to the promised piece of the West where he must help prevent the assassination of President Grant. Fifle goes west. Of Fifo <laughs> goes wild wild west. What? Fivel goes wild wild west. Wait, that's really what? what wait, it, Will Smith wild wild west is about them trying to prevent them from yeah the 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 guy who's the big the big spider uh, <laughs> steampunk villain is trying to kill Whoa. President Grant. Like, what a roundabout like, way to do that. Yeah, if you look up, there's a lot of movies where you look up the plot and you're like, no, 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 the plot was famous person be funny. Yeah. I, in new setting. The plot was guy who sells tickets dress different. That is crazy because it's like, dude, the last president, all dude did was bring a gun in and shoot him. So it's like, <laughs> Grant is like the president right after Lincoln. So the thing, like, man, I got to build a giant spider. Just, <laughs> just to pop the president is crazy. It's impossible to get close to the president <laughs> Why the last guy could barely walk up behind him while no one was looking. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason. But he walked up behind him. Did the president not have... Even in Inglorious Bastards, they had to distract the guys watching Hitler. Yeah. Also, why why kill a, a like Union general? Like, why not why not it be someone that history we don't even like? Like, I don't think history we got. Beef well, it's with not Grant. called uh, Tame Tame West. <laughs> tame Tame West. <laughs> oh man, that that is that's the best episode title possible <laughs> tame tame west uh, we're going to the tame tame west <laughs> <laughs> it's just like about him living in san bernardino <laughs> oh, the tame, tame all right west. here we go 
We have two more, two more. An NYPD officer is recruited by a secretive agency that maintains order between humans and aliens, and his first case on the job finds him protecting a troubled southern woman by chaining her up in his home. Man in black snake moan. I don't think you said any of the words right, but you got man all the sounds right. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh. Here comes the man in black snake moan. I haven't seen man black snake moan, but I feel like for some reason we all know that, like, no one saw it, and we all know what it is. Yeah, I didn't see it either, but I know what it is. Everybody knows. Just from the really weird I think the vibes enough. the trailer gave off, and the title is weird. Yeah. All right, final one. Justin final Timberlake's one. in that, right? Is he a black Is he really? Movie? I think so. Holy shit. There he is. Uh, it didn't load anything. Yeah. I said there he is, but yes, he is. Uh, Christina oh. Ricci, Samuel Jackson, Justin Timberlake. Wow. I got to get points for that right there, JT Knowledge. <laughs> okay, it's tied. Yeah, the Warren Ross has JT Knowledge points, Kyle. <laughs> You're right. It that means, one's on. It seems to mean a lot to <laughs> That one's on Kyle. Uh, final one. A young surfer gets up every day to conquer waves until she must team up with a Hong Kong detective to rescue a diplomat's daughter. Blue Crush Hour? What? Ooh, oh my god. Ooh. Wow. Those are two movies that uh we've all definitely seen, I think, but don't think about all the time. That's a good put together. Rush Hour is so funny and so good. Yeah, yeah I almost sure. guessed Fantastic Four the Rise of the Silver Surfer Hour. Hour? <laughs> <laughs> Rise of the Silver Surf Hour. <laughs> A before and after where 89 to 90% of the letters are one movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So what we got, we got two more games we're going to play. This next game is called Build the Perfect Movie. Mm. Build the Perfect Movie. How this works is I will give you a category and you must pick two movies from this category whose Rotten Tomatoes score adds up to as close to 100% as possible without going over. So Price is Right rules apply. I think you both played this one as well, right? So we know how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob will pick a movie. Caleb will pick a movie. We'll review the scores, and then we'll pick our second. What we're trying to do is pick the perfect, build the perfect crime movie. So any movie where a crime has anything to do with the plot, anything like that, building the perfect crime movie, you need two of them whose Rotten Tomato score adds up to as close to 100 as possible without going over. So Rob, uh, your first one whenever you're ready, and Caleb, think about yours. Uh, my first one's going to be another 48 hours. All right, another 48 hours. Caleb, first crime... Ooh. Whatever Fine. movie. All right. Armored. All right. That's a good sign for both of them that I had to type in the word movie afterwards to get it to <laughs> pop up in Google. Well, me and Rob have the same strategy, and I, I, I appreciate it. This is a fair fight. All right. Here we go. Another 48 hours, 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. So, Rob, you're looking for a 79. Okay. Caleb, armored, 40%. So you're looking for a 60. So, Rob, you have more to make up. You will pick first. You're looking for a crime movie 79% without going over. Okay. Hmm. Crime movie. I'm going to go with Oceans 12. Oh, shit. Oceans. Uh, all right. Caleb, you're looking for a 60%. Ocean's 13. <laughs> oh, no. Why does this feel like the opposite of $1 in someone? That's allowed. That's allowed. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Armored. Forty. Uh, oh, wait. Another 48 hours, 21%. Every movie has numbers in it, and I'm saying numbers. This is so confusing. <laughs> Another 48 hours, 21%. Ocean's 12, 55%. So you're at 76. That's a 76 total. Armored, 40%. Ocean's 13, 70%. Oh, you are over. Shit. You are over. You have gone over. Uh, so Caleb loses this round, and I accidentally triggered the audio. But here we go. We'll just stop it. 
All right, our final game we're going to play is called uh, Guess What Movie okay. Kyle's Dad's Garden Always Intro. I've never heard of the movie. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Guess what movie trailer okay. Kyle's dad is describing okay. having only watched a trailer okay. and never having heard of the movie game. So I believe we both know this one as well. My dad will describe a movie trailer. You have to guess what movie trailer he is describing. This is our final game. Rob is ahead by one point because of his John. Uh, I almost called him Jonathan Timberlake Thomas because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Justin Timberlake. Are you guys ready? Yeah. And now I'm just thinking of that guy. If that was a guy. <laughs> okay, this is some hip music. This guy is a doctor. He's been in public relations and said there's going to be problems there. He apparently has underestimated him. He thinks the other guy can do better. They're spending a lot of time in the car. The doctor is playing the piano. He is writing a poem for the other guy. They're eating. The music is getting dramatic. Quick shots. They're arguing. Some piano shots in there. A Christmas tree laughing. And yep, more piano. They're laughing in the car. He lettered. That's it. Oh, man. Yep, more piano. Now, now I'm just thinking of pianos. He's a doctor. <sighs> folks, folks. Any guesses here? I, um, I only know one movie with piano in it. So I gotta go with Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> it is not Freddy Got Fingered. Uh, we Caleb, any guesses? Ocean's Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking for Green Book. Oh, I haven't seen Green Book. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay to have not seen Green Book. Oh, That's cool your dad um, didn't mention race at all with the screen. <laughs> Green Book. <laughs> I mean, imagine. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Oh, I also haven't seen Green Book. I don't even know if I've seen the trailer. I don't think anyone watched it. I don't think yeah, one person. Yeah, they're spending a lot that. of time in a car. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, well, uh, Caleb, thank you for hanging out. Rob, thank you for hanging out, and thank you for having never seen Heat oh, and letting us know what you thought it was. Uh, let everyone know where to find you, or if you have anything you want people to check out and that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Rob Hayes on Twitter at Robert is the man. I have a comedy album that is always available. It's called uh, Hazelpedia. It's on all streaming platforms. Uh, look out for Sherman Showcase on the AMC Plus app along with Mad Men. And <laughs> uh, the NFL Honors will be the night before the Super Bowl on CBS. Oh, hell yeah. And he, uh, Rob is up for MVP this year. Hell yeah. Caleb, let everyone know what's going on. Yeah. Uh find me on Twitter at dumb Caleb at Caleb signing on Instagram and uh and uh tweet at me. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Thanks everybody for listening to the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day. A podcast network.